0: You want to give everybody a gift? We work with at least
1: sixty-five people. I don't have that kind of money.
0: I don't even know if I know every single, every one of the sixty-five names. I know, I know. <laughs> and with those warm seasonal greetings. It's time to start the show. Welcome to Boozy Brunch. Uh, this is the one time and the last time this year uh, yeah. where we get to uh, talk more freely, review the week of shows in a non-censored environment.
1: Can I just interrupt for a moment? What the heck is happening? I forgot.
0: Why'd you turn oh, me off? Sorry. I meant to just turn me off because I had a little mouth I noise. Forgot my,
1: I forgot my drink.
0: I was about to pick up mine and cheers you guys. I'm just hitting the board. There you go. Nice. Cheers, thump. Buddy. Nice dumb thump. Uh, so we are in the holiday spirit we're taking very long well I mean two weeks for many people is not a long vacation but for us it's the longest vacation we've taken so we're not going to be back on the radio until January
1: honestly in radio you don't want to be gone that long like you feel speak
0: for yourself
1: territorial speak for yourself I cannot wait I honestly the last time I took two weeks off in a row was in 2003 Damn. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that when you went to Paris?
1: No, it's when I went to New Zealand.
0: Yeah, you need some time to go ha- uh, literally all the way across the world.
1: 16-hour flight, yeah. Uh,
0: but so we are doing a lot of our holiday stuff early, although i mean, have in the middle of the season. So Happy that, Friday the 13th. That happy, means holidays. Happy Friday the 13th. That clip uh, we just opened with was from this morning show when we were talking about... Uh, a very kind problem that Stacy suffers from <laughs> which is uh, you are an overgifter and what you've really kind of uncovered is that this is this is not any sort of development. You've been doing this since you were a wee lass.
1: Yeah, I wanted to talk to my mom about it. Um to let you know. She told me that I've been doing this since I was a tiny kid, and when people would come over, like when the parents would have friends over, I would like give them money, apparently. I would give them money? pennies.
0: And pennies? You, they were yours, yeah. See, I I am such an opposite from you in this characteristic. I swear, I'd, I would. Go, I knew my dad had a giant change bowl in his office. I'd mm-hmm. go there find some quarters.
1: Now, my dad did have a change jar, but I didn't get into it until I was older. And I'll tell you, it was like quarters. I do the same thing he does. I think I learned it from him. Where you have like one that's all the silver change and one that's specifically for pennies. Um, and so I would go into his silver change jar. <laughs> and i would sneak money and then sneak to the corner store and buy fun dips Oh yeah, none of which sure. i was allowed to be doing stealing money from your parents not allowed buying sugar not
0: allowed going to the store by yourself not allowed i didn't count it because or i rationalized it to myself and told myself it didn't matter um, because it was quarters it was like a it, it was free like money. a drunk yeah it was a junk bowl mm-hmm. and I mean I definitely fished around f- for the fattest change and I definitely only took some so there was some left over so of it course. didn't look like I just scavenged literally every single quarter but yeah I would make out with probably yeah at least two bucks sometimes if I, I probably was doing the same thing with candy yeah. this isn't taking wouldn't go into his wallet or anything I've never went into my no. mom's purse didn't do that but that change bucket was fuck that was that was give me the change
1: yeah and
0: uh i forgot what i was gonna say oh i thought you were debating whether or not you wanted to admit something i was getting excited uh so right this morning we were trying to uh, figure out exactly how to figure out your problem because you wanted to give if possible a gift to literally every single person i would like to in the building which is uh, uh i'm gonna, the gentlest word would be unrealistic but uh this was from this morning taking a winter vacation for the next two weeks so this is a, the last show of 2019 let me take
1: this opportunity since it's the last show of ours to, of the year to th- of the year to thank you jonah for being a wonderful morning show partner and a great friend and just a wonderful all-around person in the world
0: thank you that's very kind i am all those things
1: <laughs> i know i know that's why i said it no, i'm but, not
0: a liar but i wanted to well, thank you for uh, those exact things also I just, Ditto. I, I Thanks, it. buddy. Cool. Hey, I saw a ghost. That's a good way to say it. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I'm more just worried about you. I want to
1: make this pottery by myself, Jonah. Back off. <laughs>
0: what you got to do... <laughs> I wanted to talk to you because I'm worried about you. You've been okay. driving yourself crazy for the past two weeks, and it's all been revolving around gifts. You oh. you are you are an over gifter, and mm. uh, that could be seen as a, a, a very positive and kind thing because that's what you are a very positive and kind person that wants to make as many people's day as possible. Mm-hmm. In fact, you just gave a a little Christmas gift to our phone screener Bryce, and I believe his reaction was woo. Woo! <laughs> oh wow! I know it was really cute. Followed by now, I feel like a d bag because I didn't get you guys anything. That's and the I part said, I don't, don't worry. Like. That's the magic of Stacey. You're gonna make about twenty people feel the same exact way today. I don't, just a heads up.
1: That's terrible. I don't want people to feel <laughs> bad because. They, well, no, I gave them a gift.
0: I know you don't, and I know that's not your intention, but we did get into that a little bit yesterday, because uh-huh. you, you and I were talking about gifts for each other. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Back on Monday,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I learned that was way too late to bring this up. I said, hey, Stacy, how about uh, we don't do gifts this year right, for Christmas? And you said, well, that's just fine. You don't have to get me anything. I did already get you something, though. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, that led to the conversation of now. I was like, well, now I do have to get you something. And you said, that's the last thing. I want you to do. Correct. And I understand that, but I don't think that's something that we can escape. We've I mean, known d- each other for like eight years. No, I know, but I, I think, I think it like, like it's that for everybody. You don't think if someone who you did not expect or you did not buy a gift for in this office gave you a gift, you wouldn't say, Oh, shoot. I want to give them something now.
1: I mean, maybe. I don't know. But I always want to give people stuff. But the second... That's why I'm the well, worst. Like, I'm the worst at radio station events, because I want to give out all the prizes to <laughs> everybody,
0: and, and have to get, I always get in trouble. At least 10 of the 20 questions right. you got Sometimes you don't have 10,000 gifts on you. <laughs> but that's the second issue that you're running into, uh, is where's the cutoff? I don't know. That's the question. Because as you said, you want to give everybody a gift. Mm. We work with... At least 65 people? At least. At least? Yeah. I don't have that kind of money. I don't even know if I know every six, every one of the 65 names. I know. I know. <laughs> I just want people
1: to know that they are appreciated and that they mean a lot to others and that you know, it was wonderful working with them and knowing them over the year. And, and this I might not know your name, but still, dear sir, <laughs> to whom it may concern. Well, I have been great to work with.
0: I, uh, I unfortunately have no solution for you because I am definitely. Well, thanks for
1: bringing it more up. More hu- always. You should always just bring up a problem without more a solution on the humbug side. But I do have one idea.
0: <laughs> what is it? Well, I have been watching a lot of those uh, Hallmark Christmas movies. Okay. And so what you need to do is be holding some sort of electronic device while you walk by our fountain outside. Uh Uh-huh. And if you could do that at midnight tonight. Uh Uh-huh. If you happen to trip on something and fall in, I believe something magical may happen where you just yeah possi- I'll get electrocuted. Do you know how this works? Yeah,
1: An electrical device and I fall in a fountain and you come back to <laughs> oh, and you come back to consciousness
0: <laughs> with tingly fingers where you all of a sudden realize you can just make gifts apparate uh, in everyone's cubicle.
1: Unfortunately, I'll be asleep at that time, but otherwise I would have done it. OK, second idea, second
0: idea. We just go across the street to QT. It's a dollar a scratcher. We pro- Between the That's two of us, idea. we have 60 bucks.
1: That's great. I love it. The us pop be- on over. All right. I already bought a bunch of presents, though. Good
0: thing... That- oh. Do you have the receipt? <laughs> I will say that you were uh, generous enough to let me basically piggyback on the gifts that you did make for our coworkers, <laughs> which was nice of you, but also led to some awkward encounters already this morning, because uh, people will be stopping by our office that we share to thank us for the gift, but you weren't there when I was there, so they're like Jonah. W- want to thank you so much for the gift. I like, hey, Sign my name. <laughs> <laughs> you're I mean, you're welcome, and thank God the last time you showed up in the middle of the speech and said, "Oh no, no, there's the head elf. That's um, that please, please direct your thanks that way," because as we were talking about also this morning, I like this season, but I am not. I like giving gifts, and I like giving gifts that people enjoy. And I so, know you
1: and Amanda gave me a beautiful plant out of a feeling of obligation, and I love it.
0: <laughs> However, uh, right, I, and you know, picking out the gifts for people that you know and mm-hmm. you think will be excited for someone to get it, but that's the reason I think it's also partially because I get to maybe be like, yes, I, I got, I nailed it. So yes. it's a little bit selfish. But as far as like these little gifts, if it was up. To me, I I mean, if you hadn't asked me, I wouldn't have given a single person anything. So I feel like I'm more on the other side, which I guess many, I'm sure a lot of people feel this way, is more, who can I not buy a gift for and it not be weird this year? Because I have a different feeling about gifts, I guess.
1: Well, mine is, okay, so here's the thing. It's like, we are very lucky to have this job. Yes. And... It's a wonderful job mm-hmm. and it's really fun. Pretty cushy. It's pretty cushy. Um and the thing is that very few people, if dare I say no one, gets where they are without the help of other people in some way or, or another. Whether it's someone who gave them a chance to do what they want to do or someone who um you know supported them when they wanted to do something like Everybody here, I wanted to give everybody a gift who in some way has supported us or helps us to do our jobs and allows us to have the jobs that we have. And that's everyone from like the salespeople who keep us on the station and I think who have, keep the station on the air and I think have an incredibly difficult job. I can't sell anything to anybody. I'm
0: like, do you want this? That's why you give things to people.
1: No, no. Okay, bye. Like I'm the worst salesperson in the world, so I really appreciate what they do. Right. I appreciate the people who schedule the commercials, which sounds like you never think about it, but it's a hard job.
0: All these all these are justifiable and I agree with you, but what we were talking about earlier and when you said it was so hard for you to find the cutoff, it doesn't fuck it doesn't stop there for you. No, it stops it there doesn't. because it has to because of like budget and because like, I can't you need go into eat. debt, right? But if it Avicados wasn't, avocados are
1: like a dollar fifty to three dollars each at this point.
0: mama has got to get her green <laughs> smush, <laughs> but well, I guess what I was getting at is I am it, it is interesting to be basically, at least professionally, attached to someone who is so on the opposite of this specific spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I almost. Ma- I made a joke this morning, but it's hardly even a joke of like, where's the cutoff? It's, you know, close family, close friends, then coworkers, then leftovers. You're giving it to strangers mm-hmm. on the street. I and you like, actually, ex- if there if I did have a bag, that sounds really nice. I would love to go out and give gifts to strangers on the street. And I'm Seriously. like, get me home. Keep me away from these people. I feel like no
1: matter how lucky you are or how good your life is, uh, there's something in your life that's difficult. You know, even the people with the best life in the world have something that's difficult about their lives and so it's really easy to be nice to someone else and make them feel appreciated in a world that not can be very cold easy for you even if it's unintentional you know like there's someone who maybe is walking through the hall that no one has said hi to today and And that could, just saying hi to someone and acknowledging their existence and telling them they do a good job or showing them that you appreciate them, I think goes a really long way.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. Doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I do it. (laughs) Well, you don't have to. Well, kind of I do. Why? Well, a number one... If it's
1: not your thing, it's not your thing. You enrich the world in other ways. Uh-huh. You have lots of wonderful things that you put out into the universe.
0: While you start compiling that exhaustive list to uh, read no, back. I'm, done. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I guess the the only thing that always kind of st- like I don't even want to call it a warning flag, but I do like people say, you know, something's an addiction. Mhm. One of the definitions of an addiction is if it like affects your everyday life in bad ways Mm -hmm. right so you could love tv but you're addicted to tv if you're late for work because you had to watch just one more episode of the show you watched forever right right? okay that's a way to red flag oftentimes when i see you get on this tangent, that it's going to affect your life Mm -hmm. because you're doing these nice things for other people and while that is a very nice thing to do Mm -hmm. i'm glad we're talking about avoiding going into debt because i feel like that's like the next and i I'm scared to use this word, logical step mm-hmm. in your gift campaign.
1: No, I'm, I mean, I've honestly, I've lived on my own since I was 16 and I've been very poor before mm-hmm. and I understand like you can I do like to be very generous. It's I I just enjoy it. It's in my many nature. times
0: to everyone but yourself, though. There is that. That's a different story. But I'm not. I, I'm wondering
1: I'm if it's On the street, I'm not going to like
0: <laughs> a sign. Bought too many Christmas gifts, <laughs> and I'm not even asking you for anything. Actually, right. what do you want? I have well, this sign and it's one like, sock. I
1: might not. I might not have the money to buy some stupid frivolous thing that. I didn't really want anyway. You know what I mean? It's
0: not really... You are the owner of a Halloween tree. I really wanted that. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to imply that that was frivolous. My bad. I take it back. That is... I mean, my Halloween (laughs) tree... Excuse me, sir. I'm talking
1: about frivolous things. The crowning glory of my Halloween decorations. Okay. So I'm not going to put myself in a difficult position, but it is some of the, the money. Like, I could save more money for sure. I'm way behind on that. Um... I need to put money into retirement and all that. I've, I'm very behind on it. So I could be scrimping and saving every tiny bit of money, but I don't enjoy that.
0: Yeah, there's something that I think you and your um, and my mom have in common in, in that way, because I, I believe this is something that you've said before, correct me if I'm wrong, which is uh, money's meant to be spent.
1: Uh, mine is easy come, easy go, okay. which is very true because, man... It is it is easy to get, which but is why easy I, to get enough is the secret, <laughs> which is why
0: I need to watch my own behavior and when I ask you advice on things that I should buy because if i if I really want to, and I'm pretty sure it's a safe idea, but I'm like, ah, then I'm like, ask Stacey, she'll tell you yes, and you'll feel better.
1: Mostly. I mean, I leave it up to you because mostly my advice is, do you love it? Mm. Do you love it?
0: So like that I, I'm compa- would you
1: regret not getting it?
0: So my mom's personality is similar to that in that I think it's the do you love it because I still remember and I feel like I've told you the story but I was looking I was buying a motorcycle I'm just back in it California for the first time. Oh, you're so kind that's your gift to me <laughs> and this motorcycle was like a thousand dollars out of my price range but I was like freaking out about it so I called my mom mm-hmm. hoping that she would talk me down and be like mom this this motorcycle is so cool but. What she says, well, is it the one? Mm -hmm. Are you going to regret it? Because in the long run, a thousand dollars, I mean, yes, that's a lot of money, but if you're spending, if it's between three and four thousand dollars and you are getting a motorcycle in 10 years, was that thousand, like, where where are you going to be? I do agree with your mom on that. Okay, fine. And you are not alone because uh, we were talking about this more earlier on the radio and uh, a woman called up who I think combined everything. She went further than you. Yeah. Yet she kept your uh, savvy because she's <laughs> not going to go become homeless, right? When she gifted almost a hundred coworkers, and well, this was from this morning.
2: Hi, uh, my name is Biz. I was hearing about Stacy's issue about over gifting. Uh huh. I-, I work with a hundred and four people, and. I just made 76 of them gifts for Christmas.
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> uh, to, to, to be fair, to be fair, I made them. I didn't go out and buy them, but I only did it for year-round employees. So okay, like, I made a note. I'm sorry if you're seasonal or you're like just a substitute, but if you're a year-round employee, you get a gift. <laughs> what did you make them? I made them little ornaments. I knit, and so I made them like miniature hat ornaments.
0: How um how many times did you have to up your arthritis medicine? Seventy six <laughs> times you're knitting these things.
2: Okay, up twenty six guys.
0: <laughs> With the knuckles of a ninety year old, that sounds torturous. But I guess you like it.
2: I really, I I love knitting, and it's something I'll do like while watching TV. So like, it didn't take a lot of time out of my day. Are you also like
0: Stacey in that you just want to make sure as many people as possible are happy? Because I'm like, all right, what can I get away with not doing on the holiday season? Like, I have the who can I not gift, and Stacey's like, who can I possibly make an excuse to give something to?
2: <laughs> that, that's me. I, I the who can I make an excuse to, like, bright up their day. Yeah, it's just so fun. I love it. It is. I have a big bag full of ornaments in the back of my car, and I'm on my way to work, and I'm like, I'm going to be Santa today. Just throwing gifts everywhere. Oh, that's so cute!
0: I'm glad that you did, though. Uh, find a, a very easy cutoff, and that's the the year round employees. Because I feel like a number as high as seven was seventy six. You're gifting. Yeah, seventy six. <laughs> so if that's like over seventy percent of the employees, that thirty percent of employees who didn't get a gift, they better have a good reason why they're not. It was kind of funny <laughs> yeah. because like yesterday we had our our holiday party, a lot of fun, and they gave out a ton of raffle prizes. But I think about seventy percent of the people won. Yeah. So uh, people like Stacy in the seventy percent were like hell yeah. People like me in the thirty percent were like yeah, I knew this wasn't going to happen. I'm Aww, just going to I'm going to go yeah. back to being Eeyore. And it actually kind of mit- that matched because Stacy, you're a holiday optimist over. The- They're gifting as much as possible, being Buddy the Elf. And I'm over here already being like, I don't care how many prizes there are. I know I'm not going to win.
2: I got a
1: $25 Amazon gift card.
2: I actually just got one in my work raffles. Oh, my God. Are we the same person? You
0: belong in an alternate universe. This is like (laughs) Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse, not the same one. hard subject turn but uh the last time we were doing this podcast we actually we let it go a day late because right. of secrets As all we we're saying secrets secrets and then when we released it it was hopefully going to be after i proposed to amanda and that worked out and that did happen and so that that was literally a week ago today
1: yeah and so she said yes and here you are with a big old ring on your finger too Indeed. She has a ring on hers, Jonah has a ring
0: on his. Yes, I asked her to marry me, at, we went out to dinner, and uh, right down the street, there's a new restaurant, we went out, did uh, apps and drinks, mm-hmm. had a few nice cocktails. Fun. It was super good. I've se- <laughs> I, I wish I could recreate your reaction when I told you what I drank. It was that sangria with tequila in it. Ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Red wine and tequila. It was so Disgusting. Oh my God, it was good. So good. I don't believe you. Anyways, we walked back to the house. I had already set up our fire pit that we had bought seven months ago and never used in mm-hmm. our little side patio. Had the twinkle lights going. Big surprise. What's that? Oh, nothing. Just me being romantic. Let's go make some whiskey hot chocolate and go outside. Mm-hmm. Got the whiskey hot chocolate. Would you dr- you, didn't, you don't like the idea of wine hot chocolate. I've tried to throw that by you. Well, I guess you don't really drink whiskey. Would you do a whiskey hot chocolate? I
1: would try it. It sounds pretty interesting. I was trying to think of what actually goes with hot chocolate, and there's like the the peppermint you
0: know, like a schnapps liqueurs. or something?
1: Yeah, or like rumplemints or that, sort yeah, of that thing. Yeah, that would
0: definitely be good. I think that's what they had at the Botanical Gardens. Remember we went last year yes. for the lights mm-hmm. with, when... Uh, the thing is, your joke reason- came
1: I really like those things because the aftertaste is sour, and hmm. I don't like it.
0: Amanda was saying that she actually looked it up. Technically, wine and chocolate doesn't go together. If you look at like the way flavor profiles are supposed to match, really? it was either just like a huge marketing campaign that worked, or it's like an exception. But like, apparently, if you look at like an actual, yeah, the science of like acids with mm-hmm. this is with this is chocolate and wine are not supposed to complement each other. Yet yeah, we all have it. And think it's good. I like the wine hot chocolate, but this whiskey hot chocolate was good. And it was able to, uh, three drinks is all the courage you need to make one of the biggest decisions of your life. Good thing you thought about it soberly before you
1: uh, took her out to appetizers. <laughs> well,
0: right. I ordered the ring online. It didn't deliver till that morning. And then I... And then it popped, delivered that night, didn't it? Popped the question that night. I'm... Still maintaining, I think I have the quickest turnaround for Ring, think you do. Order, and Proposal. Although, and this was the biggest plot hole in the entire movie that I watched the other day. I wish I brought this up on the show. I'm bringing it up now. That's what this podcast is for. I've been watching the Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And on
1: not just any Christmas movies, Hallmark Channel, quote, Christmas cheesy movies. Yes. Christmas movies, and I'm no help with them because I don't like them. They anger me.
0: The one we just watched was... an. <laughs> This is a behind the scene or behind the curtain look because now, as I'm saying this, though, I'm getting more and more mad that I missed this point on the radio. Son of a bitch, I'm supposed to do these fucking reviews, and I didn't even think about the best point, which is this. What's
1: the movie, first
0: of the all? The movie's called uh, The Twelve Dates of Christmas. Okay. And it's a movie where there's a uh, busy, busy businesswoman who has no time for business and her plan. She has a life plan mm-hmm. year by year. Date someone, engaged by year two. Married by year three. That's crazy. That's the plan. That's crazy. That also was actually bullshit because it puts so much pressure on people. Everyone was in like two to three year relationships in the movie and they're all like, he didn't propose, dump him girl. There are people like that.
1: I, like, I what I, the I hell? Know, I know people like that. They, Some things take they a don't while. They waste their time and they feel like if they don't know by within that amount of time, then the answer is no.
0: Yeah, then it's, yeah, the, it almost sounds like a business deal then. I knew
1: with my boyfriend that he was for me first... First night, I was like, oh, God, I really like him. Second night, no, I really like him. Third night... Okay. Oh, I'm in trouble. It's over.
0: Yet you guys didn't clamor to get married, even though you knew that you guys like really loved spending time with each other and you True. could be together for as long term as you wanted. We're still not
1: engaged or anything. Like it's and it's totally right. So a I'm great on your relationship.
0: I'm definitely on your school of thought. I mean, Amanda and I were together for over five years, mm-hmm. and
1: Joe and I have been together five years.
0: <laughs> that is also, I think, possibly a coastal thing because as soon as I mention that to everyone in the Midwest, they're like, "She deserves a a medal." in addition to her ring for waiting that long for you notwithstanding so the point i'm trying to make and this is a long detour about telling my proposal story is that the movie is she gets sprayed with perfume and passes out in the floor of a mall okay they don't even talk about it being magic perfume but a lady you know like a sample lady sprays a perfume in her face she passes out she comes to says what the hell happened lady said i spritzed you and you passed out and then for the next 12 days, the 12 days of Christmas, at midnight, her day rewinds, and she wakes up on the floor of the department store to start that day all over again. Okay. And she has to, you know, find out about love, because she's trying to get her ex-boyfriend back, but she has a blind date with a man whose wife died a year ago, and they're getting set up on Christmas Eve night for a date. What the fuck is that?
1: Is each day, does she remember the previous?
0: Yes. Okay. So she's, you know, one day. It doesn't reset her memory. The first day she thinks she's crazy, so she goes to a doctor and says i'm crazy and he says no this is your mind playing tricks on you the second day she's like what day she's oh, a little frazzled the fourth day she's like oh my god i could do anything i want buys a ferrari gets a tattoo dyes her hair then the fifth day she starts and being a, a nicer the tattoo's person The is
1: gone the next day yes
0: everything reset done point is finally she's plan of being with that man her ex-boyfriend was just not for her and she goes and talks to him while he's picking out an engagement ring at a jewelry store the day he's going to propose to his current girlfriend.
1: So like, why fucking- is she going on a date the night, like, if she, why is she going on a date if she doesn't want to be with anyone but her ex-boyfriend?
0: Because she's doing a favor because it's her stepmother's godson. Okay. So she's going to get through this date. The first three times she just blows it off. She's like texting her ex-boyfriend while she's at the date. So she, that guy who was too good for her at that point in time was like, you know what? You're disrespecting me. I don't have time for this. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. John, that's Mark Paul Gosler. He's like, I'm out of here. This whole point is to say, this freaking boy, this other guy, was trying to buy an engagement ring off the rack day of he was doing a proposal. You gotta get that shit sized. You gotta pick out your diamond. You gotta put it in the setting. All these things I learned, and he was gonna <laughs> propose so two hours
1: later. What you're saying is that this fictional guy mm-hmm. in a fictional fictional terrible sounding movie
0: it was pretty good actually
1: is the only one who beat you in having a ring for a shorter amount of time before proposing. That's what that's what this story has been for?
0: No, the point was to say the most unrealistic part of this movie that is Groundhog Day on Christmas is that this man tried to buy a ring off the rack the day he was going to propose to his off girlfriend. the rack?
2: Yes! She's a
1: sample size, so that's I'll just what take I'm this That's what I'm saying!
0: <laughs> he was looking at the display, like, oh, do I want a round diamond or a square diamond?
1: Fuck it, you gotta, you gotta... This shit takes time. I got a ring from Diamonds Direct that was just like a Topaz ring for myself, and it took... Almost eight weeks. Yeah, for the sizing
0: and the, yeah. they they got to place it and they got yeah. the stones.
1: Yes, I was surprised by that. I, I they're thought, sample
0: stones in the display. They're not like giving you the like the freaking awesome diamonds. I
1: had no idea. I thought you went into a jewelry store and you went that one and then you paid for it and then you're like, yay! Look at my new ring. There, flash, flash.
0: So that's what I'm saying. That is what I thought. So, I asked her to marry me with a ring that I had picked out and ordered weeks before because Mm -hmm. that's how that shit happens and you ordered your own as well and it was here i did and so right after that she said yes and then i said hey do you want to ask me to marry you (laughs) and she lit up you guys are so cute she said yeah i do i said oh shit cool what a surprise and what a coincidence i have a ring for myself in my other pocket so i took out this ring and i took it out of the box and i gave it to her that's my ring. It's just a, it's like a sterling silver ring. It's like the silver you make silverware out of. Mm-hmm. It's not fine silver or anything. It's the standard one. I don't have any diamonds. But she asked me, she said some nice things after she recovered from being put on the spot. And wh- what do you know? My ring fit perfectly.
1: Super cute, you guys.
0: And so that's what happened. Aw, I love it. You've heard this story in different iterations like nine times. You've been next to me, on mm-hmm. the phone with me. On the radio with me, yeah. talking to listeners with me, as I start like say it over and over and over.
1: I feel over. very happy to be that close to it.
0: Oh, and the last thing I think we need to cover is, I, the decision I made on your creepy photography. Yes, because we spent like forty minutes mm-hmm. last week trying to figure out if I should do it or not. Uh, the answer was no; I shouldn't have done I didn't do it. So,
1: in case. You are not sure what Jonah's talking about. He wanted me to sneak... On into my the property. bushes, Into mm-hmm. the bushes on the front yard of his property. While
0: bringing a stepladder.
1: I bring my own stepladder because the fence is like seven feet tall. I bring my own stepladder. I hide in the bushes. And I surreptitiously take pictures of Jonah uh, proposing to Amanda. Yes. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I quietly, without arousing any suspicion... Get out of the bushes, climb down the ladder, take the ladder with me, put your phone in the mailbox, yes. and take off.
0: That was my plan.
1: I, without ever telling Jonah, felt very gross about it.
0: <laughs> I felt like I was... I had I learnt- would- <laughs> I was playing. I was like, maybe she might feel a little weird about it. I can give her some headphones. And then you told me, no, I was going to literally bring earplugs.
1: Yeah, I I was going to bring earplugs because I don't want to intrude. Which would
0: have made you even more scared when the police officer tapped you on your shoulder. Man, what the fuck are you doing on this ladder <laughs> looking over this fence?
1: Yeah. And um, I also don't want to see any Hillary deaf reactions or anything like that. So It was 30 degrees outdoors. I don't know your life. Just kidding. I do, but who knows with that sort of thing? You never know. You had a fire pit. Like, maybe it was
0: warm enough. Yeah, it unfortunately shows me more about your life because every <laughs> other reason that you didn't want to do it has to do with that, including when you were like, you texted me the photo showing that it was a successful engagement. And I said, congratulations. And then 19 minutes later, you texted me back, and I'm like, ew. Gutter, Stacy. Was I right, though? None of your business. I see. Do you want me to tell you? No, I don't. I'll tell I you. Didn't. No, thanks.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't want to know. No, you were you were not right. Why'd you tell me? <laughs> so you could stop wondering if you were right. I.
1: Ha-
0: okay. You're incorrect. We spent all that time outdoors in the thirty degree weather, basking in the glow, being Hallmark cute, not That's Cinemax adorable. cute.
1: Skinemax. Wait, is Cinemax?
0: I believe Skinemax is just the funny nickname for Cinemax. Oh really? Mm-hmm.
1: It's not like a sister channel.
0: It is not, however does Cinemax exist anymore? But I was gonna ask you that. Back in the day after like eleven PM, Cinemax would do like the would would air the softcore oh, movies. Oh
1: right. But
0: I just they would show I, boobs and simulated sex.
1: Here's the weird thing about that. I have a very specific memory and it's just like I don't know if you ever have memories like this, but it's just like a really quick snippet of a piece of a memory, so it's just like one flash of a memory, and it's like Cinemax, but if you didn't pay for it, you didn't get a clear picture, but you could still go to the channel, and it was staticky and wavy, and I remember seeing... Some sort of movie through the static and waves.
0: That was a I feel like I was at a friend's house, event of my life, and it was at a friend's house, (laughs) at a sleepover, and we're like, oh shit, it's eleven p.m. What movie is it going to be? Caged Heat. What's going to pop on Cinemax? And I remember, even though I was like twelve years old or whatever, I was able to think to myself, like how ridiculous. So again, they'll do like frontal nudity mm-hmm. and they'll do like and they would show at least in my experience like some sex stuff but it was like it was all simulated but like to an 11 year old even obviously simulated like a dude would go down on a lady and he would just be like oh, just like moving his head all around obviously eight inches away from any one of her surfaces like her legs her Everything. He looks like he's headbanging at an Aussie
1: concert. Between this her, is very unrealistic. Between her knees, how is he, How can he reach? Yeah, and just moving his head in like what weird. Is that, Gene Simmons? Yes. He's like four feet away, doing
0: boxer like neck loosening exercises. Like I am totally sexing you right now, and I can still tell at that young age. Like this is not real. Oh my! I can't gosh. wait for the internet to be invented in two years so we can find out what's on that.
1: I wonder if that prompted the people who inter- who invented the internet to invent the internet. They're like, this stuff's bullshit. I'm going to invent
0: something that's satisfactory. When did the Playboy... Playboy had a channel for a while, didn't oh, I they? Oh, I didn't know. I knew about their magazine. Uh, well, yes. We've all, we've all stolen one... No, actually, I haven't. Um, we've all found one of those in the woods. That part's true.
1: That's so weird. That's such a weird thing to me. I can't even handle it.
0: Well, let's end on that Christmas miracle. That when did that come up? Was that when we were playing throwback live?
1: I don't know when it came up, but like I asked my boy, you said that if you wanted to look at porn magazines you go into the woods and I thought that was the weirdest thing I'd ever heard of. It is. And my boyfriend grew up in Pennsylvania in rural Pennsylvania and apparently and? that is the place to go.
0: Absolutely. How, okay. How could you? If you're a man touch over touch a porn
1: magazine that you found in the woods. I'll
0: tell you at least three reasons. How? Uh, number one, if you were a male, I'll—I d- mean, who knows? I guess I mean there's horny girls too. But if I'm speaking from my own experience, okay. if you are—if you are a dude of a a, a young man mm-hmm. before the internet, mm-hmm. and you didn't want to steal shit, mm-hmm. and your father wasn't. A collector, Mm -hmm. I mean, where are you going to go to find it? Nowhere.
1: Your imagination. From what? Right, I guess. What are you going to imagine?
0: I still remember the first time I saw a picture of a naked lady. I remember it. It was that. How old were you? About that old. Like 12? Yeah, and it was like, it was, yes. So Hmm. somehow, I don't know if people fuck it, if they hit him in the woods or what, but on multiple occasions, we had stumbled upon these little collections in the woods. Hey, um, that website, stumble upon? I do remember that website. I used to love that website. It's fun. You still it, they. It still kind of exists, but another Does company it? bought it, so you have to log it. You got to give them a bunch of information now or something. Hmm. But yes, it still exists. So, number one, you touch that. Uh, what do I'm going to call it? Um, Material tre- treasure. Because there's no <laughs> other way to get your hands on it, right. Secondly, you don't really understand, I think probably right. what that could have gone through. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if it's out in the in the elements, anything, I don't know.
1: Like do women rent fifty shades of gray from the library? You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, you don't want to lick your finger to turn that page.
1: Mm, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> no, that was a good one though. so,
0: <laughs> so- also,
1: fifty shades of gray never got into it.
0: Yeah, I tried reading it, but I stayed away. Yeah. So, I mean, for all those reasons, and just because it almost seemed like a gift from God, to be quite honest, it seemed predestined. Like, if you're going to stumble upon such a treasure, mm-hmm. and, I mean, honestly, you only could read 50% of it anyways. It, Every other page just...
1: That is so gross.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that part. So, it was either that or, like, your uncle's house. So, like, the first film I saw, my friend stole it from his uncle's house. Oh, Okay. And so we watched that on the VCR at my other friend's house. And then the first magazine, again, was just found I remember somewhere. going over to
1: a friend's house after school and we were going to watch a movie and it was when VHSs were the thing. Mm-hmm. And we went to put a movie in the in the VCR and there was already a movie in it. And we took it out and it wasn't labeled. And so we're like, well, what is How this? Is this
0: mystery movie?
1: So we put it in and I will never forget it. It was a total porn and it was... So cheesy. We were like, we died laughing so hard because we were so embarrassed. But it was so cheesy that, like, this guy was going to town on this woman and her boobs are flying back and forth and he's like saying some stupid stuff and a fly lands on his bald spot on top of his head Uh. one of her lee press on nails came off and fell onto her boobs so this lee press on nail is just like rocking back and forth and there's a fly on his head and we're like what is happening and so then we took it out and we watched whatever little I don't know. That's palette unicorn with Fantasia. Yeah, we were probably watching My Little Pony or something. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah.
0: Oh, Jiminy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to you too. Thank you. Have a wonderful vacation. You have a wonderful vacation. Okay, let's make a deal to both try our bests.
1: Okay, I'm really excited.
0: Okay, bye.
2: Okay, bye.